Thank you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You're welcome. Good evening, everyone. From wherever you're joining us from, good evening. You're welcome to this special event as laid in our heart by God. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us on Instagram and on Mixlr. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Jesus. We give you glory and praise. We give you honor. We give you adoration. Thank you, Jesus. You are welcome to tonight's special meeting, the battle for the young. Hallelujah. Mandi brakushilim bradasata. Ikom brades. Eliando bradikashidam brades. Eliana brakushim meletiva. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome. Good evening. God bless you. You're welcome. You're welcome to Battle for the Young. Tonight is a night of insight, reminder, a night of strength, a night where we remind ourselves of certain things as young people, as young adults, as youths, why we are faced with many, many struggles and the fights, the battles in our mind, the warfare in our, in our thoughts on a daily basis when even we have determined that we want to follow God. Yet we still have a lot of struggles. Understanding of the reasons helps us a lot in being overcomers that he has called us to be. You're welcome. God bless you. Your life will never remain the same again. Thank you, Lord. You are welcome. God bless you. There is a battle for the young people. There is a struggle. There is a warfare that we are faced with every day. Sometimes we, don't, we are even clueless. We don't know why. We don't know why we are faced with some of the things that we are faced with. We try, we want, 
we want to. Even Paul Apostle said, who will deliver me from this flesh? The things I want to do, I don't do them. I find myself doing the things I don't want to do. There is a war in our members. There is a struggle just because of certain factors, just because of the investment of God in our lives. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. One more minute and then we go straight into the word and prayers. And it's going to be a great time in God's presence of learning, sharing, and understanding. Praise God. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Father, we are grateful tonight. We'll extol you. We are grateful. We appreciate you for all that you have done. We are grateful for your loving kindness. We are grateful for your favor. We are grateful for your mercy towards us. The Bible says, Blessed are your years that hear these things. The devil will do everything to ensure that we don't know the truth because we can only defeat him by the truth. The Bible says, for you shall know the truth and the truth that you know will now set you free. So the enemy wants to keep us from knowing the truth. He wants to shield us from knowing the truth. He also knows that those that do know their God will be strong, will be able to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with the vices, the crime, the corruption in this world. I need to let us know there is a deception around the world that has been for many years. You know that many young people try to deceive themselves. Everyone is doing it. Everyone is corrupt. Everyone has their own thing that they are hiding. The truth is this, that may be true. But the truth is also that there are many, many young people who have gotten their, their life in order. They've known God very early. Bible says, and from your childhood, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise unto salvation. So you can know God as a child, you can know God as a youth and you become a wise child. Praise God. So tonight we're just going to it straight on. The battle for the young. There are three stages in our lives. Three main stages. And I will prove that from you from scriptures. There is a stage that we are children, little children, kids, that mostly don't know their left from their right. They believed everything they were told, most times. And whenever anyone challenged them, maybe outside of their homes, and they are doing what they are doing, and somebody told them, why are you doing what they are doing? 
Many of them will reply and say, my dad told me so, and I believed it. It will have been a very, very great thing if we all ended as children. However, there is a stage coming after the stage of being little children. There is a second stage. There is a stage called stage where the Bible refers to you as young man, young women, young men and young women. And there is a third stage. That is the stage of adulthood. When you become fathers, grandparents. First John chapter 2, verse 12 to 14. First John chapter 2, 12 to 14. The Bible says, I write unto you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. Verse 13, I write unto you, fathers, because you have known him that he is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the world. I write unto you, little children, because you have known the Father. Then verse 14 again. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write unto you, little children, because you have known. I write unto you, young men, because you are strong. And the word of the Lord dwells in you. And you have overcome the wicked one. You have overcome the wicked one. So this automatically tells us there are three stages in the life of a man. But do you notice in that scripture that we read? That after he mentioned the children... Our expectation is that after children, he's going to mention the father, the young man. But you notice that after the children, he mentioned fathers. He's kept young men. Why? At a stage when you're a young man, there's a stage of decision-making stage of accountability, the stage of choices, you begin to make definite choices for your life. So what our life is going to become in the future, what our life is going to be in the years to come, will not be different from the choices and the decisions we are making today. Where I am today is a product of the decision I made yesterday. Children are taught and groomed. Children do not know race. They do not even know hatred. 
They don't know anything about racism. Children have to be taught how to become racist. Children have to be taught hatred. Children don't know good or bad. They have to be taught. They have to be shown these things. Somebody said, when a child is born, his brain is a tabula rasa, meaning it is empty, it is neat. It is whatever we feel into the heads and into the minds of children that form what they believe. So you see two children from different races and they are playing together without even any issue. Somebody has to point to either of them that that person does not belong to your race, doesn't belong to your affiliation. But children does not know race. Everything we tell children, they believed it. They easily believed it. But it's a second stage which is becoming more prominent and more pronounced by the age. There is the age that is called Generation X. A generation that questions everything. That's why I say cerebral prowess, oratory strengths. We not work well in this generation. We have to engage this generation. We have to be willing to listen to what they have to say. You can't just tell them, oh, that is the right thing to do and expect them to just believe it and go away. No. This stage of young men and young women is the stage of questioning. They will question everything that we told them in the previous stage of life. So we must be ready. The most critical point in our lives is when we are young and young adults. If you look at the scripture we read, when it came to the youth, the Bible spoke about battles, warfare of the youth. There is a struggle, there is a battle in our minds as written by Joyce Meyer. The battlefield of the mind. The critical point, the critical stage where this battle is strongest is when we are what? We are young. The devil recognizes this. He knows a little about this. There are several conflicts in our hearts. Several things that we struggle with as young people, as young adults. The devil recognizes the fact that is there a particular time or a stage in a man's life that I can quickly corrupt what his life is going to be 20 years, 15 years from now? Let me quickly interrupt the person's life. Let me quickly poison his life. That is why the age of youth, the age of young people, is the age of choices, decision-making, and is the age of accountability. Unfortunately, even many parents are not prepared for this stage. Do you realize that there are many children that behave themselves very, very well when they were little children? And certain things begin to change when they became teenagers and young adults. Now, 
It is the age of accountability, the age where men begin to see themselves, the age of poverty, the age of growth. The same child that you will buy a beautiful dress for as a little child, if you go to the market now or to the store to buy a dress for your teenager, teenage girl or teenage guy, he will tell you and he will query your decision. Mom, you should have called me, should have told me so I can make my choice by myself. That is the age of choices, the age of decision making. The devil is aware of this. He knows it's the age of permanence. Whatever is formed when we become young adults, when we become youth, may become permanent in our life. That even repentance, and I'm very careful, even repentance from sin may not be able to take away the consequences of the choices we made when we are youth. And what I mean, I'm not saying the person cannot repent. They can repent and still make it to heaven. But there are certain things that a person may not have the strength to be able to do again when they become grandparents. As a matter of fact, many people may begin to survive. They cannot become stars. They cannot become exceptional in their chosen field or career anymore. So the devil knows. When can I quickly interrupt the work of God in the life of this boy, the life of this girl? It targets the time of, of accountability. It targets when they are young. So the Bible says, in 1 John 2, 12 to 14, when it comes to young men and young women, the Bible says, I have written unto you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. There is a wicked one. There is a devil out there that wants to corrupt our teenagers, our young men and women that wants to poison their, their hearts, that wants to turn the heart of the children against the father, the heart of the children against their parents. is getting increasing day by day. And the kingdom of darkness is very strategic. You can see it's a very organized kingdom. You can call the devil wicked, evil, but you cannot call the devil foolish. He has been able. What does he do? He begins to sponsor people in different areas of life. He sponsors men in politics, legislating all kinds of evil laws targeted at corrupting this age group. He sponsors people in governance. He sponsors people in media. You will see, have you ever imagined and thought of what is the relationship between advertising a toothpaste and an half-naked person on the screen? What is the relationship? It is targeted at forming images, creating images in our hearts. It is, the, it is the work of the devil. And that's why the Bible says, we wrestle not 
against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, and against spiritual wickedness in high places. Should I shock you tonight? The principalities and powers, they are not just evil spirits. They are men that the devil has sponsored to promote his agenda. Yes. While the church, with due regard, many, many churches are fighting internally, fighting against themselves, causing a lot of disunity. The devil is stealing the children of, from our very eyes. He's sponsoring. Do you know that at this time, in this season, the devil is not even fighting the church anymore? The church is fighting another church. Whereas our children and our youth are getting stolen away from our very eyes. Let somebody say, God, God forbid. God forbid. The devil knows. You know what the devil does? The devil is always interested in what God is also interested in. God is interested in young people. He's interested in the strength of young people. The devil is also interested because the devil knows there is no agenda. There is no movement anywhere in the world that will succeed without the involvement of young people. And so what the devil does? He sponsors his agenda in media. He tries to change the narrative. What does he do? Is he not changing our value system? That is what is the, he's changing the value system. Now we are in a generation of people don't place value on integrity and hard work. People watch Instagram, fake lives. People watch all kinds of things on media. People forming, people acting up on media. And they say this is the way life is. People promoting all kinds of sexual vices on media. And they say this is the way I want to be. The devil is sponsoring media. He's sponsoring governance. He's sponsoring legislating all kinds of law. For instance, I live in a city where the use of substance, drugs, is prominent. It is a sponsor of the devil. Who are the people that this agenda is targeting? Young people. It's targeting our children. It's targeting young adults to corrupt them. At this stage, many of them will lose their mind. They, will be able to, they won't be able to get their hearts together. And then they lose their purpose in the rest of life. Let somebody type it again. Our children will not, will not be involved. Our children will be an exception. For the Bible promised us, our children shall be taught of the Lord and great shall be our peace. That is the word of the Lord for us. Our children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be our peace. There is a devil that is after our lives. After the lives of our children. After the lives of our teenagers. After the lives of our young adults. 
to corrupt them. We are not exempted because we are also young. You see a lot of fake things on social media. You see people displaying all kinds of things. The love between husband and wife. And you, you see, and people begin to live in fantasy, believing that that's the way everything is. No! There is a real life beyond Instagram, beyond Facebook, beyond all these things that we see on social media. Many of them are sponsored by the devil. The devil is always targeting young people. That is the reason for the struggles. Sometimes you are wondering, why am I going through all of this warfare in my mind? There is a devil that wants to steal you from your purpose, that wants to steal you from divine agenda. God forbid that you are stolen. See what Ecclesiastes chapter 12 says from verse 1. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. There is a time that is coming that you will not be able to have this strength like you used to. The strength you have right now is supposed to be churned into fulfilling the purpose of God for your life. What I'm doing today, I didn't decide it today. It's a decision of yesterday. What my life will become in the future will not be different from the choices I am making today. So it's the same with you. So it's the same with everyone listening to me. What choices are you making? We do not take choices and decisions for our life without a definite divine guidance. We will miss it. We are limited in now we can reason. Every one of us will have a tunnel vision. There are parts in our life that we don't see. Remember now the creator in the days of your youth. Because you are not your own, you are his. Before the evil days come or the years draw near, when you will say, I have no enjoyment and delight in them, a time is coming. You remember many of our young people that are drinking and smoking. There is a time that they will not be able to do that anymore. Some of them, unfortunately, will have destroyed their pancreas. They will have destroyed their lungs. They won't be able to even smoke five packets of cigarettes like they are doing now. A day is coming. If you listen to our parents, listen to married people, they will tell you, Many of them have to struggle right now to create time to pray, to study. Ask our parents, ask our mothers that are with children. They will tell you. Many of them are, are still relying on the strength they gathered before they got married. There is a time that the strength will not be there anymore. Many of us will even slip off in the place of prayer, in the place of study. There are many, many things. When you become parents, when you become fathers and mothers fighting for your attention, the age of your youth is a time to build strength for the days to come. Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Before the evil days come, 
a time where you will not have pleasure in the things that are giving you pleasure right now. We must learn from the people ahead of us. We must learn from Moses. We must learn from men like Joseph. The Bible said concerning Moses, he rather chose the reproach of Christ than the temporary pleasures of sin. Many of us, we are throwing our destinies, wasting it on the bed of fornication. We are exchanging our glorious destiny on the bed of greed and covetousness because that's what the social media promotes and teaches us. You see many, many people throwing money, displaying money on, on Facebook, on YouTube, on social media platforms and everyone believes and wants to live in that world of fantasy. No. 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 Don't forget, the Bible tells us anyone that gets riches not by rights, by any crooked means, anyone that gets riches or wealth by any crooked means shall leave it in the midst of his days and at the end shall become a fool. Stay with me tonight. We are getting somewhere. I know this message is burning in the heart of somebody listening to me tonight. I am very passionate about this thing. It's not just a message. It's a life that a, a man has lived. I am still a young man, but I can tell you the consequences of listening to the voice of the devil as a young person. There are many, many people that did not live to tell the stories. The devil did not give them a chance to even repent. He didn't get, he cut them short before they could have an opportunity to repent. You are listening to me tonight. It's because you still have an opportunity as long as you still have life. You can use the life that you, you have right now to change the decision and the choices that you are making right now. The Bible says, do not harden your heart as is in the day of provocation. Listen to the voice of the Spirit. Let him the house hear. Let him hear. The Bible recalls in Revelation chapter 12. When the devil was chased out from heaven, he said, woe to the inhabitants of the earth. For the devil, the accuser of the brethren, has come to the earth with great wrath and indignation. The devil, what is he telling people on a daily basis? The same temptations that the devil is gave to Jesus is still presenting it to us. Temptation born out of a genuine need. Yes, Jesus had every right to be hungry after 40 days. If you are the son of man, turn stones to bread. That's the temptation that is still presenting to us. Many of us, we said, oh, I don't have parents. I don't have anyone to help me. This only decision for somebody to help me and at the expense of your glorious destiny. Before I can get the job, this man has to sleep with me and I will get the job. I don't have any option. I don't have any other thing. Yes, genuine need of, 
of resources. And people are falling into the temptation that the devil. Somebody type it. My children shall be an exception. Type it in the chat box. Type it. My children are exempted. For my children shall be taught of the Lord. Praise God. So the point in Ecclesiastes 12, again, is that the strength of the youth must be handled like a fading reality. It's a fading reality. The strength you had when you were 16 is not the same strength that you have when you are 25, when you are 30. You must treat the strength that you have like a fading reality. It is not there forever. So every day of your life as a youth must be lived in such a way that the strength of your youth is invested in profitable adventures. Profitable. Glorifying God. He said you are not your own. You have been bought with a, with a price. So glorify God in your bodies which belong to God. Know you not that your bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost and that His Spirit dwells in you? So your body is not for fornication. Your body is not for mutilations. You are precious. You are glorious. Do I need to remind you that if you are the only person on this earth, Christ will have still chosen to die for you. You are precious in the sight of God. The devil is jealous of you. The devil is not happy about you. That's what the psalmist says. What is man that you are mindful of him? Or the son of man that you visit him? You have made him a little, little lower than the Elohim. And you have crowned him with glory and honor. The devil does not like you. The devil hates you. But sometimes we may not even know. Because he offers things that are also good. I will take you to the top. He takes people on a daily basis by their hands. To the top of the pinnacle. Shows them the glories of this world. And what is the exchange? Our souls. Just bow to me. Relinquish your soul to me. And I will give you the glories of the world. Many people on a daily basis. They are exchanging their souls. For the pleasures of this world. We see it every day. You know 20-30 years ago. Things that used to be sacred. Things that people are not proud of. Coming out to display publicly. Do you see that people are very bold and confident. For likes. For acceptance. People are bored now to display things that were supposed to be private. There's things that were private are no longer private anymore. There is no such thing anymore as private private parts because everything that is private is on a public display on social media. For acceptance, for likes, because that's one of the things the devil tries to attack. When we are youth, teenagers, and young adults. We are trying to find our true identity. People are trying to find who they really are. Unfortunately, on a daily basis, people are looking and getting their identity from what? Social media. The place you can find your identity is only from the manner of life. Why? Social media, Instagram, 
was not available when you were formed in your mother's womb. When you were created, when God completed your purpose, there was nothing like that. So, social media, no man can define your purpose. Your purpose is already clearly written before you were created. Number one, Isaiah 43, 21. Isaiah 43, 21 says, I have formed you for myself. You shall show forth my praise. So God formed you for myself. He formed me for myself to be an extension and an expression of his glory on this earth. I do not own myself. Now, I have only said something. It is better to prepare our young people than to repair them when they become adults. It is better. It may sound very insensitive to many people. However, we do know that the cost, the price of helping young people avoid the errors that lead to a waste of their youthful years is way below the cost of trying to help when we become adults. The cost of helping us as young people right now to take the right decision is, is cheaper, is lower than to repair us when we become adults. When permanence has been formed in our lives, what decisions, what informs the kind of decisions you are taking on a daily basis? You are not exempted, I'm not exempted. From the beginning of time, the devil has been interested in providing another source of information. Apart from the information provided in the manner of life in the Bible for us. Genesis chapter 3, when he came to Adam and Eve, what did he say? As God said, he's interested in what God has said as a point of attack. God has said, you are the light of the world. The devil is darkness. Darkness and light, they don't have a place of agreement. There's a warfare in my members. There are things I want to do that I, I, I find it difficult to do. There are things I don't want to do. I find it so easy to do them. That is the warfare in our members. That is the struggle on a daily basis that we have. We even do certain things and then we have done it before we come to the point of realization that this thing is wrong. There are people listening to me. If we would not lie to ourselves, we have these struggles. Things that we cannot even share with people. Some of us, we are even struggling with addictions. Yet, we still lift up holy hands when we go to church. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. Please listen to this. Many people also believe that they need a history of failure, a history of mistakes before they now get it right. And then they'll be proud to say, when I was in the world, when I was smoking, when I was drinking. No, you do not need a history of failure to appreciate success. No, you don't need to have failed. You don't need to have danced with the world. You don't need to have Engage in several vices to not come to realization and give your life to Christ. No, you don't need that. 
because it is not everyone that dines with the devil has opportunity to listen to what I'm teaching you today. I have spoken to many people on a Sunday like this. And by Tuesday morning, they were, they were dead. They died. No chance to repent. No chance to retrace their steps. I have spoken to somebody on a Sunday night. And he was killed on Monday morning. And I remember the story of one of the greatest rappers of all time, Tupac. Tupac Shakur. Many young people, especially in the 90s, they will remember him. They will know him. Tupac was very close to Evan the Holy Feet. By the way, Evan the Holy Feet is a Christian. And he has been preaching to Tupac. Just like many of us, we are listening to this message. And it's, it's a reflection to us. It's thought-provoking to us. And Tupac, don't, uh, you need to receive Jesus into your life. You need to stop these ways. You need to do this. He said, I know. But the fame, the girls, the money, the everything, I will do it sometime later. The night of his fight with Mike Tyson was that night before he went to the ring. He preached to him again before going into the ring. Few days later, Tupac was shot and he died in intensive care in the hospital. The devil. The automated idea of wickedness. Wicked devil. He's interested. That's what he did in creation. Deception. Turning the lie to the truth. Turning the truth to be a lie. Has God said you should not eat of the tree in the garden? No. He told them. There is something that God doesn't want you to know. God is hiding something from you. That's why I say you should not eat the fruit. Eat it. And your eyes shall be open. But you know when God came? For you to know decisions that people make in this life is based on information. Believe me. You think you just took a decision? There is a supply of information that determines the decisions and the choices we make. See what he said. When God came to them, as usual, he came to them every evening at the cool of the day. What did he say? Adam, where are thou? That's the question that God asked him. Do you hear what he said? I heard thy voice in the wilderness, in the garden. I was naked. I was afraid. And I went to eat myself. Do you see? I was. And God said, How did you know that you were naked? How did you know? God is telling us in that place. There was a supply of information different from what God told them. For him to be able to say, I am naked to God. 
Yes. There is no decision that we make that is not from a source of information. Many information is what is forming the identity of youth and young adults in our time and season. Many people form their image of all the, the concept of how to live their lives from social media. Whereas the picture of who you are has been completed before you came into this world. You are precious in the sight of God. And the devil knows. He knows. Everything that God is interested in, the devil is also interested in. So to effectively fight the battle for the young, you must recognize that there is a devil and you must invest yourself on a daily basis in activities that make your time valuable. Yes. The Bible uses the time, redeeming the time. You know the Bible says, He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. Who are the people that you communicate with on a daily basis? Who are your friends? Who are your acquaintances? Who are your associates? Who are the people that you seek counsel and advice from? He that walks with the wise shall be wise, but a companion of fools shall be destroyed. So you must invest in redeeming your time. Time is a non-renewable resource. We cannot store time. We cannot increase time. We cannot decrease time. We can only do what? Invest the time that we have into the things that really matter, the things that will produce joy in the future. Friends, I have had opportunity to discuss with parents and grandparents. I've had opportunity to discuss with elderly people. And some of them, they wished they had the message you are hearing today. They will have taken different decisions. They will have taken a different choice of their lives. Because the enemy has taken everything he wants to take from their lives when they were young. And he has left them with empty carcass. They have repented. But the consequences of their lives that are still holding on. It doesn't mean that God does not love them. Many of them have damaged their body. And if you take divine providence or the mercy of God for them to be able to get back their lives again. So the devil, the system of this war is targeting youth and young people. See policies made across the world. Targeted at us as young people to corrupt our lives. The approval of cannabis, the approval of planting of weed in houses in this part of the world is not going to help any youth. It's a destruction of our lives. It's to damage our mental faculty to be able to produce witty inventions, to be able to think and be productive in our minds. Because how much 
productivity can somebody that has been enveloped, overwhelmed by the use of substance, how much can they produce? Even those that produce that through the help of the devil, do you know what happens? Many of them, they live lives. Many of them get to a point in their lives, they commit suicide. Or they die in depression. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. In the name of Jesus Christ. This is a word from the Lord for every one of us. Let's begin to take stock of our lives right now. There is a target. We are the target of the devil. The devil wants to quickly, right now, take hold. He knows we young people, we are the oil of every organization. Many of us as young people, we, are, we can take risk right now. Many of us, we know we only have our dreams to lose. So the devil wants to sponsor all kinds of agenda. To what? To steal us away from our purpose. You have a great, great purpose. You have a glorious destiny. You have a beautiful destiny. But if it has to be, it has to be you. Because God already completed everything that pertains to life and godliness has been completed for you and I. If you read the story of Daniel and his three friends in Babylon, you will understand the system of Babylon, which is the system being operated among many places in the world. System, principalities, powers, having resources. They are involved in the economies of the, of the world. They are involved, they, they, they've, they've infiltrated the medical field. They've infiltrated media. They've infiltrated governors. The devil has sponsored many, many people. But you will rise, I will rise. We are taking over this space from the devil. We are taking over. We are going to begin to sponsor content, agenda that will promote the kingdom of God. Without competition, but we are going to complement and complete one another to the glory and the praise of God. I am committed to this agenda to see a generation that will stand for Jesus every day of their lives. And you are part of that generation. I am also part of that generation. Our children will not be lost. Decisions are made. When we are young, there is a feeling that we have sometimes like we have all the time in the world. And, and we can get serious later. Like the whole world is on our feet. You know, when we are sweet 16, you can wear high shoes and begin to walk like this. No. There is a stage, there is an age we are going to get to. That even if you want to wear high shoes, your legs will not be able to carry them anymore. The strength of the youth is a fading reality. Oh, may the Lord grant us understanding. So the job of the devil and the system of the world, because the devil is known as the God of this world. The world is not, is not a beauty, it's the systems. 
of this war that the Bible is talking about, it continues to sponsor demonic, satanic agenda, laws, legislations that we promote his agenda and destroy the lives of many people. The devil is the god of this world. He's the prince of the power of the air. And the air includes social media and the internet. He counterfeits everything that God has made provision for. Because the devil does not create anything. He doesn't create. He only corrupts what God has created. What God has made, the devil goes to corrupt it. But we are we are exempted. Our children, our, our families are exempted. We will rise for Christ and will become kingdom ambassador representing Christ and his purposes anywhere we find ourselves. If you are a doctor, you are a Christian doctor. You are a Christian engineer. You are a Christian social media manager. You are a Christian graphics designer. You are a Christian, whatever field of endeavor that you find yourself, you are standing for Christ. You are standing for the purposes of his kingdom. And that's what the devil is infiltrating. Because he knows if he cannot get the youth involved in this evil, he cannot influence them. He cannot transform them into the image he wants them to be. Now, I feel it's time to pray. Let me round off at this prayer. It's time to pray. Let's begin to give God thanks wherever we are. If this message has blessed you, I want you to begin to type and say, Lord, my children, my youths, including myself, we will not give in to the voice of the God of this world. We will not succumb to the temptation born out of our need and desires. Legitimate desires. We will not listen. Begin to type it. Begin to drop it in, in the chat. I am exempted. In the name of Jesus, my children are exempted. We will not listen to the voice of the God of this world. Our choices will be guided by the voice of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Wherever you are, begin to declare. My children shall be taught of the law. Every child that you have put in my care, every youth you have put, every young adult you have put in my care will not be lost to the God of this world. In the name of Jesus, the devil is not having my children. The devil is not having the children God gave to me. I am a caretaker. They belong to the law. In the name of Jesus, begin to declare tonight. I am divinely guided. My decision and choices will be guided by the voice of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, I am guided by the Holy Ghost. The battle over my life as a youth, I'm, I am already more than conqueror. You have made me more than conqueror. This battle is not coming to an end until I am declared the winner. In the name of Jesus Christ. I am a winner, not a loser. I win over this battle, over my mind. 
I win over every suggestion of the devil over on a daily basis. I am a winner. I am a winner. I am a winner. The devil is under my feet. I don't listen to the devil. In the name of Jesus Christ, I rise to my purposes. I rise to my destiny. Fulfillment of my purpose on it. In the name of Jesus Christ, I arise early. Early to rise, early to shine, begin to declare. My children will rise early to fulfill, to enter into the fulfillment and the will of God for their lives. In the name of Jesus, is somebody praying? Are you declaring what you want to see? Don't give up on your brother that has gone astray. Please don't give up on your sister that has gone astray. God is interested in your brother. Is interested in that your cousin, in that your nephew or niece that supposedly at this time is not yielding. God will restore. There is a system of restoration. There's somebody listening to me. You are believing God for your cousin, specifically your cousin. Your uncle and auntie, they are about giving up. Begin to mention his name. Philip, you are the light of the world. Philip, you are the city set upon the year that cannot be hidden. Begin to put your name. Begin to declare. I am made for signs and wonders. Myself and all the children that the Lord has given unto me, we are for signs and for wonders. We are part of the army that God is raising that will chase the devil back to where he belongs. The devil is not, is not having my children. He's not having my community. He's not having my city. Revival is breaking forth in my community. You have sent me as a trailblazer, as an agent of change in this city. In the name of Jesus, begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to declare. Begin to prophesy. You are the first prophet over your life. He has made you as a king and as a priest and you shall reign on the earth. Begin to declare what you want to see. What you don't want, you don't watch. What you don't want, you don't watch. If you see anything around you that is contrary to the purpose of God, to the instruction of God concerning his scriptures, begin to declare. Begin to change it with your words. Bible says, by your words, you are justified. By your words, you are condemned. Justify yourself by your words tonight. I declare in the name of Jesus Christ, I declare that the devil is not having my city. In the name of Jesus Christ, there is a rise of underdogs. The rise of underdogs, the people that God, many people have neglected, they are rising in the city. In the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ, there will be an outbreak of repentance in my city. Without preaching of the word of God, men will be repenting in the parks, in the malls, in the community centers, in the churches right now. In the name of Jesus all our youths that have been taken by the devil, they are coming back. They are returning home. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. I have seen an evil under the sun. Princes are walking barefooted and servants are riding upon horses. That is changing in the name of Jesus. It is changing in my lifetime, in my city, in my community. This is changing. This report is changing. It is changing. It is changing. We are rising to a new night. The Bible says, arise, shine. Arise, shine. For your light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. So darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall arise upon you. And his glory shall be seen upon you. In other kings, the gentle shall come to your lights. And kings to the brightness of your rising. The youths that you are put in my care, they are rising. In the brightness of the glory of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everything the devil has stolen from these youth and young adults. I demand a restoration. The devil is caught tonight. We catch the devil. The Bible says, if a thief be caught, he shall be made to restore sevenfold. Everything the devil has stolen from our children is restored tonight. From our teenagers, from our youth and young adults. Every potential, every ability, every gift stolen by the devil or being used to serve the purpose of the kingdom of darkness, we take it back. We take it back tonight. We take it back. We take it back. In the name of Jesus. We take it back. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. From tonight, our life will begin to count. We will we'll meet needs. We will begin to be agents of change in our cities and communities. In the name of Jesus. If you believe that, type in the comments. I believe it. I'm rising to my fullest potentials in Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I know what to do. I know what to do. I have solutions to problems in my place of work. In the name of Jesus. For the spirit of excellence is upon me. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I am not an average person. The Lord has made me excellent. I'll be excellent as a student in my academics. I'll be excellent in my career. I will, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are made for signs and for wonders. Yes, that is what you have. For God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we give you praise. Let's prophesy one more time. Let's prophesy. I want us to prophesy intercession. Please, one of the things that is very pleasing 
in the heart of God is to intercede, to stand in the gap for people. And we are, that's what we're going to do. This is well-pleasing in the sight of God. Job chapter 42 verse 10, the Bible says, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Job 42 verse 10, And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. So I'd like us to quickly engage in about three to five minutes of intercession. And then we round off tonight. Intercession. I want us to begin. You can remember anyone, or even if you don't know anyone. I want us to agree together, corporately tonight. Every of our brothers, sisters, every of our friends that has been taken over by the devil, every effort, every conversation to bring them back has not yielded. I believe that as we agree together, he said, if two of you shall agree as touching anything on earth, it shall be given unto them. So I want us to agree together. I'm praying here. I believe you are praying where you are right now. Every of our brother in our families, every of our sisters, cousins, nieces, nephews, friends, loved one far and near, that is, has been taken over by the devil. They are restored tonight. They will have an encounter with Jesus. Like Saul of Tarsus, they will have an encounter with Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, let's begin to declare they are returning home. Backsliders are returning home. People that have been lost for due to one reason, that due to one reason or the other, they may be offended because of what has been the way they've been treated, in, even in the church. Father, let them return. We declare restoration. Restore. He said, there's no one that says restore. Lord, we are standing tonight. He said, I search to find a man that will stand in the gap. And I found no. Lord, we, we stand in the gap tonight for restoration. For restoration. There is a system of restoration in this kingdom. He said, I will restore unto you. Joel chapter 2, I will restore. Father, we pray for restoration. Restoration. There are some of your people that you can think of. They used to be a student, excellent student. But right now, something happened. And they are not able to assimilate. Tonight, I declare by the voice of the Spirit, that captivity is over tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ, that yoke, that affliction of the devil is coming to an end tonight in the name of Jesus. He has sent me as an agent of change. He says, as I declare it, I will see it. I declare tonight. Everyone that the devil has stolen their minds will demand restoration. Prastoka fida. Elembruchki namanda zokrustelebenu neshki irostalambra kutiva kesaliando rebukus talianda. Your honor that you have lost is restored. That honor that you have that you have lost is restored. Your dignity as a woman, because you have been molested before, and you have not been able to get your act together. 
your dignity is restored. That young woman, that your dignity was stolen via molestation, your dignity is restored to now. In the name of Jesus, that sister, that brother, that the devil has caused you to be involved in addiction, that yoke of addiction is broken over you tonight. You will not have no pleasure in that substance abuse, in that drug use, in the name of Jesus Christ. You will hate everything God hates. You will detest everything God detests. That company that makes you to enjoy the pleasures of sin, they will no longer be able to accept you. In the name of Jesus, for the fire of the Holy Ghost upon you is delivering you from that association, from that company. In the name of Jesus Christ, the next time you attempt to go to meet them, they will not be able to admit you. They will see fire of the Holy Ghost upon you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We give you praise tonight. Let's exalt him. Let's bless him. Let's bless him. Rosh Kamboze. Lord, we give you glory and praise. There is none like you. Let's just exalt him. We can of ourselves do nothing. John chapter 15 verse 5. For without me, you can do nothing. I want to advise parents again. One of the things that will help you to deliver us from certain responsibilities is return the children to the owner of the children. We are caretakers. We know we will not always be where these children are. But the Spirit of God is everywhere. I'd like us to pray that prayer. Whatever you are, Lord, I return these children back unto you. I am a caretaker. Haba, take care of your children. Haba, take care of your children. Haba, take care of your children. I am a caretaker for these children. I don't own them. I don't own them. In this kingdom, only rebels, only rebels own things. We don't own things. We are stewards. We are caretakers. We don't own things. The house given to you does not belong to you. It's to serve the purposes of God's kingdom. That is why the owner can make a demand on, the, on that house, on that car, at, every, at any time. Abba, I return this student to you. Take care of them. I can't be where, everywhere they will always be. How about take care, take care of your children? He delivers you from certain responsibility, including provision. Because if they are truly the children of God, they will never be stranded. There will always be provision for them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we return all the praise to you tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus. I want to appreciate everyone on MixLR. Thank you for joining on Instagram as well. As the Lord leads us, we continue to discuss on battle for the young. We praying consistently for youth and young adults. As the Lord leads us. This night, I believe there will be mighty testimonies. And I can't wait to hear your testimonies. I will also share my testimony as well. 
God bless you all. See you soon. I love you, everyone. Thank you for joining. I love you. I love you all. I love you all.